0: SHAP Radio 99.1, KLCT LP Lubbock, Texas. My name is Raymond Richardson. Across the way from me is Lisa Fraze. This is a new show today. It is. Lisa, I'll let you introduce the name of the show.
1: The name of the show is Shapin'. And um, we have been working on that for a few weeks, making sure we <laughs> having a great title for the show that we're gonna be doing where we're gonna talk about campus events, athletic events, things that are coming up as far as tailgates, alumni events, things like that. We're also gonna do some interviewing of alumni and current students.
0: So let's, let's unpack Shap just a little bit. So, but I also wanna ask you a question about what are some of the other names that you came up with this show, because this is the very first show that alumni advancement community partners that we've really kind of dived into this whole topic. So I'm gonna come back to you in a second for some of the names and the whys and the why nots. I heard a, a fray, fray, ray, ray name. I heard some <laughs> weird stuff out there, so. But shapping, a shappin' is a verb. It's an adjective. It's a noun, maybe. When you're shappin', what are you doing?
1: You're relaxing and you're chilling and you're figuring things out and listening and just having fun.
0: Yeah, you're on the campus. You're in one of the swings down by the mall by the fountain. You're in Starbucks. You're hanging out with your buddies. You're at a basketball game cheering for the Shaps or Lady Shaps. Yep, those are all kind of different ways of being shapping.
1: Yes. Alright, yeah.
0: <laughs> so go through some of the names that we, we we you know we worked about two weeks to come up with just a simple name for this show, mm-hmm. but and we landed on Chapin and we already had hats that were made that said Chapin on it. So what's some of the names?
1: Well, we heard Shap Attack, we heard Shap Scratch, Shap Show, um, The Beak was one. We had um, The Blue and Red Show. I mean, just a lot of different things. One of the ones
0: I liked, but we didn't decide to do it, was the marathon. So when you talk about a group of road runners, or chaparrales, like a covey of quail, a herd of deer, They're called a Marathon of Roadrunners. So that's kind of our group, our alumni, our people, right? Mm -hmm. A marathon. But then we also thought when people listen to our show, they're like, this is a marathon. (laughs) I cannot make it through this whole show. It will not
1: end. (laughs) Yeah, there was some
0: good and bad and ugly of all of that. Yes. So maybe the first thing we talk about today before we get to some of our guests is what's happening.
1: What's, what's going happening? on? Yeah, what's
0: going on on campus? What's, what's been happening? What do we have to look forward to? What do we want to tell those out there listening? Hey, make sure and get these dates on your calendar. So, Lisa, yes. why don't you kick us off with that?
1: So, the first thing that's really coming up quickly is on October 7th and 8th, the LCU Theater is going to be doing The Apple Tree. And it's a play that they're going to be doing um, from 7 o'clock um, in the McDonald Moody Auditorium. And so that will be done on both nights at 7 o'clock. So I'm encouraging everybody to attend that. And then, of course, we have the Big Blue Christmas coming up. And it's November 28th. Usually starts at 530, goes to about 730. And it is a transformation of our campus mall into like this winter wonderland. And this year's theme is Elf Extravaganza. And so we'll have a characters in the mall area. We'll have recognizable locations from the popular movie Elf, Um, things like Candy Cane Forest, the Sea of Gumdrops, and other, um, the one is, the funny one is the world's greatest cup of coffee. Um, But there'll also be some fire pits, hot beverages, and the baker is going to be done with crafts, all kinds of crafts for the family.
0: Everyone does such a good job on that event. It's always a fun, really fun family event. I want to look Just look back uh, over the last week or two of some of the things that have happened. We were down in Abilene last weekend at the zoo with uh, alumni from Abilene. Even someone from our very first class, Gaston Mm Tarbett, was there. One of our trustees, Ward Lane, Mm -hmm. was Mm -hmm. there. But uh, talk about that event and how fun that was.
1: It was a lot of fun. It was always um, planned to be a tailgate at the zoo, outside the zoo, So it was a time where we got multiple generations of people together. And so there were young families with their small little kids, and then there were older generations and and a lot in between. We did what we've been doing at the last few tailgates. We did an LCU trivia game. And so that was always fun because that's 20 questions and asking people to really go back into those memories and find out. Um, all the answers to all the questions we were coming up with, and they were questions spread throughout the generation. So you really had to know a broad spectrum of things about LCU. A lot of fun, we had a prize. And so after we did that um, trivia game, we let them go into the zoo and just enjoy time together.
0: Lindsey Holt in Abilene Mm -hmm. that used to work in our office was the winner of that trivia contest. And really, really a fun time. After Abilene, we headed down to Houston, to Magnolia, Texas, and, and had a good visit with the Gullo family. If that name sounds familiar, that's the name of the new dorms that are going up. And uh, if you haven't been on campus lately, those dorms are amazing. Three stories, 172 beds. Students will start moving in in January of, of this coming year. The, the dorms will be done in October. So just a, a beautiful place on the campus of Lubbock Christian University. We're excited about that. We were supporting the Gello family. They do a, a really neat Gello Christmas for kids every year in Magnolia. And so we were playing in that charity golf tournament, supporting them, loving on them because they love on us so much. We had the board of trustees on campus last week, made a couple of fun announcements. Um, some some big gifts that came to our honors program and our fine arts program so really a lot of things to be excited about i'm going to ask you lisa to jump forward into february mm-hmm. and talk a little bit about because it's kind of time to start making plans for homecoming right now. You've got 50s and 60-year reunions. So talk about that. What's the dates of that? What do we expect for homecoming this year?
1: So let's go ahead and put it on our calendars now. It's February 16th through the 18th. And it will start out we always try to kick out with a coming home reception on Friday night. And then of course we'll do the traditional things like alumni chapel, the decade events that we do, the reunions, the academic department lunches, the organizational reunions, social club reunions, all of those things will be included. There will always be a 50th year anniversary for one of the classes that year. So this year it's the class of 1974 and they've already kicked it off with um, planning they have a committee together, and they're already in the throes of putting together their plans for the weekend as well. Lisa, so. who
0: are some of the leaders from when you look at those 50- and 60-year reunions? Who would be some of those that come to mind?
1: Well, with the class of 72, we had uh, Linda Gaither and um, Emily Ratcliffe and, uh, man, Reagan Fletcher and all those fun people. And they put together that first four-year um uh, reunion, it was the first four-year degree that we had here at LCU in 72. And so they were the first ones to complete the four years. So they made a big splash and they called it first class. And so they had just an amazing weekend of reconnecting with people from their class. Then we went on to the 1973 class and that was you know Brenda Cass and that was all those fun girls and, and guys from that class. And they really did more of a more relaxed reunion. So every year is kind of tailored to what they like what they want to put on. And we give them really a a lot of leeway on how they want to plan their own. They they do it all through our department, but they are um, getting together every year. They put a committee together and they're working on it pretty much from like September through February. They work on pretty much a half of a year to put these things together. And so every year we're going to be looking for another one. So if you're in the class of 75, you need to be already thinking about who your leaders are going to be.
0: Well, you do such a good job organizing that. But really, I would tell our alumni that are listening to this show or to this podcast that there's a lot to see mm. back on campus and there's yeah. a lot of there's a lot of reasons to come back and it's not really the buildings it's not really just all the stuff but all the relationships and, and being with those friends, rekindling friendships from 20, 30, 40 years ago, yes. that's important stuff. Yes. And, and I think it gets more important. You know, I just had a birthday this week and, and as I get a little bit older, those things become more and more important to me as the years go on. And so I would, I would if you haven't been back to homecoming in a while, come back and see your old classmates. Come back and and be a part of chapel for homecoming, and remember what it was like to praise and worship the Lord in the middle of the Moody Auditorium. And, and it brings back a lot. And I'm, I'm not even sure it's just all, I think there's some spiritual stuff that it brings back, some deepening of a lot of things that come back for homecoming. So make that a priority to come back for homecoming.
1: Yeah, one of the things I would say too, is if you will go onto the internet and go to lcualumni.com, That is a pretty new website that we've had since last November. And it is a place where you can go on and reconnect with alumni from any of the ages. So um, if you want to go there and start connecting already, I just saw somebody posted something the other day that they were from an, an older class. And they said, oh, you haven't even been on campus since we graduated. So they were looking forward to really coming to to a homecoming this year to kind of reconnect with some of those old classmates that they had. So
0: that's awesome. Yeah. So the show is called Shapin. That's our introduction. When we come back from a quick break, we've got some special guests in the studio with us. So uh, we won't introduce them yet. We're going to make a big introduction here in a second. So come back when we take this break. <laughs> to 99.1 Chap Radio. The show is called Chappin. Raymond Richardson, Lisa Frey's here. We've got a special guest with us today. The goal of this show is to tell you what's going on on campus and to hear some of the alumni stories, the student stories, what has made LCU so special today and over the years. And so our special guest today is Bill Bundy. Bill Bundy is... um, the president of the LCU Foundation, but a dedicated, committed alumni into everything that's happening at Lubbock Christian University.
2: Welcome, Bill Bundy. Well, thank you. It's good to be here, and um, I just will plug that everybody should make plans to get back for homecoming as well. <laughs> uh, it's, a, it's, a, it's a fun time, and all, all you suburbs out there definitely <laughs> need to come back and maybe we can get into some more mischief, I don't know. That, did that ever happen? it did occasionally it did let's, occasionally but normally by request well, <laughs> let's let's unpack that here in
0: a minute but let's start by bill how did you what years did you come to lcu lcc where were you in high school how did you find out about lcu start with that part of your story
2: yeah i actually had three other brothers that uh, came to love a christian before i did but our family got engaged uh, when Meister Singers were touring, and they did a concert in my hometown, Throckmorton, Texas. And uh, I can remember my mom and dad, we kept three of the Meister Singers. Two of them, I can remember their names still, Terry Bavisette and Forty Groves. All right, And uh, they stayed at our house, made a big impression on my older brothers, and uh, that's really kind of what... Uh, convinced them to come to love a christian uh, when uh, when they got out of high school so meister singers touring and just kind of being here and then i think they actually had used to have a band camp here at love a christian that they they went to that they really enjoyed as well
1: so tell us a little about the time that you had on campus and you alluded to the fact that maybe you had gotten into some mischief but um and if you want to share some of that you can but tell us a little about the memories that were made here and what made them so special to you
2: I, um, I I had some special relationships with uh, some of the faculty here. Mm. Uh, the Lester and Elaine Perrin will forever, you know, I will forever be indebted to them. You know, for the really the grace that they showed me and, and the love that they showed. Uh, Ted Carruth, he was a Bible teacher. He wasn't here long. He didn't stay. He, I think he went to Limskop, but made a big impression on me. And then. You know, when I was in club, I was in sub-T16, and, you know, when you get out of high school and stuff, you, you kind of think you're pretty good at sports and stuff like that. And I can remember me and a guy by the name of David Gay uh, won the doubles, intramural doubles, and I was bragging, you know, to over, you know, and this was in the field house at the time, and I was just kind of bragging about how, you know, how we kind of stuck it to everybody. And uh, there was one of the faculty member here named Gary Bow. And he said, "Oh, he said, you guys think y'all are pretty good." And I said, well, "Yeah, we're pretty good." And he said, "Well, would you like to play me and Steve McCleary? And I said, "Oh, that'd be great." They kicked us like a dog. I mean, <laughs> we we weren't even we weren't even close. So, but you established relationships with those folks. You know, they they loved to to compete with us. All right, uh, they loved to be with us, and and it just made it just made this place really a special place. Hmm. Bill, this week you've
0: been uh, really transparent. This week and last week with our board of trustees and even with our faculty and staff, you've shared a few stories about what has tugged at your heart at Lubbock Christian University. Can you share that with the listeners?
2: Yeah, I... uh... I did get in a little trouble uh, when uh, when I started and and probably for about my first three or four semesters kind of struggled through some things. Um, And I mentioned the parents already, but uh, there was a time that it kind of got to the point where they were going to ask me to leave the university, leave the campus and uh, got invited to that meeting to do that. And I'll just never forget, you know, Lester Perrin standing up and saying, you know, that's that's not what we're here to do and that's not what we're here for this is where he belongs and to hear that and to kind of sense that someone is supporting you uh was pretty incredible uh at at that time uh and that kind of started i think the road back but you know you you have bumps in the road and uh i had another pretty good bump in the road and but i would go to class even after kind of a tough night and um there was a, a guy in the class that I actually became friends with I, I won't mention his name but he and I actually became good friends and I was in a Bible class with Ted Carruth and uh, after the class he this uh, young man thought it was important to go and tell brother Carruth that he could smell alcohol on me and uh, I saw brother Carruth coming towards me and I'm like okay here you know here it comes I was just kind of preparing for the worst and what I got was someone that, Ask how I was doing. Someone that showed that they cared about me. Uh, and someone that did something that had never happened up until that time, you know, put his arms on my shoulder and prayed over me. And that was, uh, I, I won't ever forget those those two times. And then I also had a former, you know, uh, a colleague, you know, a peer, a subber uh, that um, kind of took me out of a troublesome place, Um uh, there used to be a place in Lubbock called Uncle Nasty's, and I attended there once at least. And uh, he came and grabbed me and uh, took me to his dorm room. <laughs> uh, I was pretty angry. All right, I, I did not like to be handled like that, and uh, and I just remember I was going to try to really make him mad. And at that time, I was a smoker, so I. Pulled out a cigarette and lit a cigarette up and in the dorms? In the dorms. <laughs> yeah. In his dorm room, yeah. And uh and he said, you know, and he said, Hey, let me let me have a puff of that cigarette. And I'm like, You don't even smoke. And I can just remember him saying, Well, maybe I need to learn how to smoke so you and I can go out and have conversations together. He said, Maybe this is how we can get to know each other a little better. And so I handed him that cigarette and man, he put it in his mouth and ate it. A lit cigarette. All right. Put it in his mouth and ate it and swallowed it, and I'm like Oh, I said, what are you doing? I said, you're nuts. And I just remember him looking at me and saying, uh, Bill, I'd I'd walk through hell and back mm. to get you to be who you should be. Wow. You know, he was very concerned about me. And he had known me, you know, when I was in high school. He grew up in Benjamin, Texas. I grew up in Throckmorton. Uh, I don't know that we ever competed, but we knew who each other was just kind of through that. Um and I don't think you find I don't think you find that everywhere. I think that's kind of what makes this place special is you got people that really do care about who you are and what you want to be. You just told a story
0: about two faculty and a student, a, yes, a friend, a peer. Yeah. That's really cool because a lot of times we talk about faculty and staff that
2: mentor the students, but that peer to peer is powerful. Oh, it was it was it was big for me. Yeah. I had a number of I had a number of people who took an interest in me and really kind of tried to take me in a direction that was good, that was positive.
1: To further those stories, I know you were in club. I know you've talked about being in sub-T16. And I would love for you to share maybe your most fun moment that you had in club and maybe a little about your experience in being in Master Follies while you were in sub-T.
0: Maybe the question is, I mean, Lisa, I may ask you this question. Is sub-T
2: still around? It is. (laughs) Okay. All right.
1: It is the only nationally... I mean, a national club.
2: Uh, on that's, the Christian campus. Yeah, yeah. We call yeah. ourselves a fraternity. And yeah. sometimes I like to joke and say it could be the only men's club on campus. <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> that's, just, that's just kind of a joke. But the my favorite, probably the best thing we ever did uh, as a subber, we had just played a basketball game, an basketball game, all right, and had beaten Quantania, And Donnie Mitchell was the head cheerleader. And there was a game with Wayland Baptist and Donnie, Donnie Mitchell said, hey, there is no spirit on this campus. Do you guys think you can help us do something to lift the spirit of this campus to get us going? And we, as all good suburbs, we said, well, certainly we'll do something to lift the spirits of everybody. So. We had a guy by the name of Albert Bransing. I don't think Albert would mind me telling this story. You know, he's an alumni. Albert was the only one that had any money whatsoever. All right. And we went and bought some dark sweatshirts and uh, put on dark pants. And we kind of we kind of prettied up the campus. I mean, we uh, threw toilet paper on a lot of different places. We had some pretty good engineering feats on what was the sub, which is now like the Baker you know, conference center, we put a toilet, you know, we put a full toilet up on top of it, you know, uh, where you could see it and had stuff like flush whaling and stuff like that. And, oh, campus cops were chasing us everywhere. They had the old barracks. We were running through the barracks. I mean, it was a blast. And then the next morning in chapel, the president was Joe Hacker, all right? And President Hacker got up in chapel and said, uh, you know, we are pretty confident that this was done by students of Lubbock Christian University, because one of the guys that was with us, a guy by the name of Larry Martin, actually, when he put when he wrote Wayland, he spelled it W-E-Y-L-A-N-D. <laughs> so we misspelled Wayland for Wayland Baptist. So that kind of gave him a hint; it probably wasn't a Wayland student. Um, but he just said, "We're going to find out who did that." And they will never set foot on this campus again. And uh, that's when I knew it was good. All right. Um, but what was kind of incredible is of that group of four, two of us became board members at Lubbock Christian University before, as I'll say. Albert and I sat on the board together, you know, for a, for a few years. That was one of the most fun times I had on this campus. So that was a great night. So this may be our first and last show of Chapin, Uh thanks to Bill Bundy. <laughs> but uh, Bill...
0: A lot of fun happens, but let's talk about like a typical day. Okay. Like what, would, what would be as a student, because we have a student, a current student in studio right now that we're going to visit with after this. So take us through
2: what a day would look like for you. Okay. You know, I, I remember I, I was pretty loaded up with classes on Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays. All right, And it was usually uh, an early morning class on Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays, and I'd go to a class. We'd go over to the sub and after that class, and we'd play foosball for a while, All right, and then go to chapel. And then after chapel, we usually had about 35 or 40 minutes. We'd go back over to the sub, and one of the fun things that we used to do with some of the faculty, play 42, you know, play cards with, uh, you know, Lester Perry. I mean, Bob Hausman, I I can just remember those guys. They like, you know, uh, and some would still play foosball, but, you know, we would kind of, you know, engage with that and would eat lunch in the cafeteria. Vastly different cafeteria than what we have here. I mean, um, and I'm not going to complain about it, but your choices weren't very much, and sometimes the selection wasn't very good. But it was, you know, We survived on it, all right? I'm not going to say I thrived on it, but I survived on it. Uh, And then, you know, go to afternoon classes, and um, intramurals was a huge thing. So, uh, you know, pretty much... I can't recall not having an intramural activity of some type, uh, with the exception of Wednesday nights. At that time, we really didn't do things on Wednesdays, you know, because they had church on Wednesday. And uh, normally, if if I went somewhere on Wednesday night, I would go to the Bible chair at Tech. Uh, A lot of times, I would actually go to Sunset, because Richard Rogers was doing a college class, you know, there at Sunset Church Christ, and, you know, I would do that. Uh, But a typical day was class... Hanging out in the sub, playing some foosball, playing some cards or, or you know, dominoes, um, lunch in a cafeteria, uh, activities, you know, after class uh, intramurals. All right. And then usually just kind of hanging out at night in the dorms, you know, with uh, with different folks, hanging out in different people's rooms.
1: So when you look at LSU today, from what it was when you were a student, what comes to mind?
2: Oh, I think the, to me, the the biggest change is um, this mall area. Oh, I mean, the fountain, the trees, the benches, Um, we didn't, it it was not much to look at, you know, when I was here. I I can remember after big rains, it would kind of flood, and uh, I can even remember our dorm, our, I don't know what you would call him, Mo Atherton, who was our dorm supervisor, I guess, you know, putting a, Putting a fiberglass boat out in the middle of the mall area, <laughs> you know, calling it Lake LCU, you know, because it. But just you know, the Standing Stones, um, the Ling Science Center, the School of Business, everything looks. Th- this is this is a pretty campus. It, it looks really, and it's and it's just getting better. So, um, but to me, the the fountain, the chaparrals. You know, all those things really were a fantastic facelift for this place. Make it look really good. So, before we
0: transition, give us a quick update. Update on sub T. Are they still around? What have they
2: done over the last couple of years? They are still around, all right. Um, I I'm I'm hoping to get together with them. You know, I, we're trying to reintroduce some of the great what we thought were were traditions. All right, uh, for pledging uh, that are. That we're we're just kind of kind of reintroduce some of the things that we, you know historically that we did that uh, that we want them to do, but I do think you know we have alumni sub t that really does try to maintain a good relationship, and and I would encourage all of the alumni in Kiadai uh, you know even Tomodai, those that aren't even in existence anymore, you know to to come back and get and establish relationships with the existing folks. They like it, and I think the students appreciate it.
1: Bill, you're pretty active on campus. Can you describe what your role is now with LCU?
2: Yeah, I, uh, I'm i the president of the LCU Foundation. All right. And really what, what I really try to do is to support the university in ways that financially they might not have been able to without some additional financial support. All right. Uh, as a, the foundation, we... We kind of manage the nursing facility, the facility, not the classes or anything like that. So we generate some revenue streams from that. And um, I meet with uh, a lot of the deans, all right, and I meet with our provost and people on campus, and we try to find opportunities to support them to do some good things for the campus and and just make it a better place.
0: Thank you. How? Tell. Talk a little bit more about that. How do you, as a, you're a student, you're an alum. Now you're on staff here, you're in a leadership role. How is that different, but how is that sweet?
2: I, I will tell you how it is sweet to be to be on this campus as much as I get to be on this campus. I mean, I, it is fun to interact with the students. It's fun to just kind of watch what they do. When I was here, I didn't really care to go to chapel that much. Chapel's a great experience you know chapel's a good thing the singing's phenomenal you know so it is fun for me just to be around the students all right and just see the energy uh, and the activities you know that they have it it's it's great
1: and I tell you bill i I truly believe you are making the same impact on some of these students that you think Les Perrin had on you
2: uh, that, that would be a dream I, yeah. I I would hope that would happen yeah That's good, because you beat me
0: to the punch. I mean, I always think that that Bill Bundy is such a positive influence Mm. with our students, with our faculty, with our staff, and what you're doing today is making a big difference. And so I'll look at you in your eyes and tell you thank you for everything you do. thank you, I appreciate that. Yeah, and I know it's hard to take compliments often, but you're making a big difference on this campus. I'm glad we're not on camera. I'm red. (laughs) (laughs) So we're going to take a quick break, and then we're going to come back and get a student's perspective of what's life like as a student. So we'll be back in just a moment. 99.1 SHAP Radio. Well, welcome back to SHAP Radio 99.1. Raymond Richardson here with Lisa Fraze on the new radio show called Chapin. Talking all things, advancement, alumni, community, community partners. So, what a good start. Now that Bill Bundy's out of the room, (laughs) we can brag on him. What an amazing guy he is. I'm so thankful for everything he does at LCU.
1: He continues. He does not stop every day. He's on a mission to do something else to be an influence on somebody's life.
0: And it doesn't matter the age. It can be an old guy like me, or it can be a student (laughs) that's 18 years old it's all the same to him, it's, yeah. it's, a, it's, a, it's a life in Christ manifested out on this campus every day and I love to see that. Yeah.
1: He's a man with a mission.
0: He is. So. Yeah. We're thankful to have him on campus. And and we're going to transition to a student perspective. We have Will Bundy with us um, on the show. Will is the grandson of Bill Bundy. Uh, so that's kind of a neat perspective. We might ask him some hard questions here in a minute about his grandpa. <laughs> but we really want to dive into what does it look like to be a student today and. In in 2023, what are the students doing these days? What's going on? So, Will, let's start with where did you grow up and how did you find
3: out about LCU? Well, um, I was actually born in Lubbock, but I didn't live here long. We moved around a lot because my dad was getting different jobs, and so I'd say I was probably raised in Midland. Went to Miller Christian, and I had always known about LCU. I'd always attended. Um, like all the summer camps and like gone to Pine Springs and stuff like that. And uh, the Bundys and the Stewarts, my other side, are both really big LCU families. And so LCU is always a part of my life and um, has always been on like in my mind.
1: So we heard Bill talk about his typical day back in the days when he was here. Let's talk about maybe what it looks like today for you as a student on campus at LCU.
3: Uh, well, my, I have a lot of classes. Um, mm-hmm. Most of my classes are Monday, Wednesday. Uh, so when I'm not in classes, I'm usually just hanging out. Um, I'm usually in the mall area because that's where a lot of uh, my friends are just walking through. And I like to just talk with them, see what's going on. So that's real nice having a place just on the open we can talk to and just sit down. Um, then usually Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, I'm working at the rec front desk and that's a really good place to meet people and nice, this like social lubricant just to, uh, as people come and scan in, just say like, hi, see how their day's going. So I'm real thankful that I got to have that job and got to um, meet so many new people at LCU. So your granddad talked a little bit
0: about life in the dorms. Please mm-hmm. don't do what he did about the <laughs> cigarettes and stuff, right? <laughs> But uh, are you in Johnson Hall? Yes, sir. So talk about life in Johnson Hall. And and also, Will, let me ask, are you a freshman? Yes, I'm a freshman. Okay, so you're a
3: freshman living in Johnson Hall. Mm -hmm. What's that like? Uh, It's real nice. It's a nice place that, um, like even during curfew, you're not required to be in your room. So it's nice to just, it's a nice place to chill and talk with other freshmen. And like, uh, since Gullo Hall is being built, there's a lot of uh, sophomores and juniors who are living there. So it's nice to talk to some upperclassmen too. Um, Then just RAs. It's real, like uh, I'm real good friends with my RA, Tyler Carey. And so getting to form those relationships with upperclassmen has been really beneficial. And I'm thankful that um, I'm able to live on campus and get to um, hang out with some really cool people.
1: So there's so much talk about how our professors love to get into the lives of our students. Do you have somebody in mind that's a professor of yours that's really made an impact on you while you've been here?
3: I mean, my um, my university seminars class that I have on Mondays, um, I have Dr. Jen Anderson, Dr. Craig Fair. And you can tell that they just love to be with students and help them. And so it's been real beneficial because I've been to schools that like talk about how the teachers love to be with their students but I haven't really like seen it as much as I have here on campus and just having seeing having that like that influence and having that relationship is really nice and really cool to see how much this the teachers really care for the students and not only want them to succeed but to do well just with like in social life and like not just academic wise it's real nice. Yeah.
0: So you've been to a lot of you. You've grown up with LCU in your blood. I mean, I think yes. it's safe to say,
3: right? Yes, sir.
0: <laughs> there have probably been some really fun memories. You've only been to school for five weeks now, right? Yeah. I mean, we're not that far into this. Um, so some memories of LCU, either at Encounter or Champion or Pine Springs. What what kind of makes you smile when you look back at LCU moments before you step before you came to campus?
3: Um. Going to, uh, whenever, before I was like old enough to go to Encounter, I would just hang around with um, my mom and dad because they'd they'd just chill out there. And there was this kid, uh, Hawk uh, Ratliff, (laughs) and uh, he ended up going to ACU, but we just were immediately friends. And so just those times of me and him hanging out, um, just on Encounter on campus, not having to do anything, just messing around, that was always fun. And that kind of really... Showed me how like sociable, LC really is, and like how friendly everyone is here, and like even uh, counselors who were working, like they'd hang out with us and just talk with us, and so that was really, it, re- it. really is a cool memory, just me and Hawk hanging out with the counselors and some like teachers just walking by. So I've always, um, I've always loved Hawk, and I've always loved that just the those memories of not being old enough to be an encounter, but just hanging out there. So it's really, it's really neat
0: to see, like, Lisa has a daughter on campus, Shelby Frey's, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And my daughter, Leah Richardson, is on campus. And then your granddad gets to kind of sit on the sidelines and watch you on campus. And it's a unique position for us to be able to watch God work on this campus in your lives, whether it's through relationships or, or however that is. When your granddad talks a lot about those people who made a significant impact in his life that was 50 years ago right that was a long (laughs) time ago but he can still recall that and i saw him get emotional about it Mm -hmm. right i mean it's 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 right there in his heart you can see it you can feel it
3: yes
0: do you see your life kind of go in the same way do you see those kinds of professors those kinds of friends that you're going to look back 20 years from now and say that that was huge in my life
3: yes i've always uh like through high school i found it was easy for me to find friends um but it was i rarely found like those like deep connections with people and so i was nervous coming to lcu that because uh, not a lot of people from my school came here and i didn't know many other incoming freshmen and so i was real nervous like am i going to be able to make those connections and almost immediately uh, during orientation, I found some people I was like, okay, I, I, it like immediately caught my nerves and just like that like immediate like closeness we had and it really made me feel like this is a special place and that um, I'm going to, like Elsie's always going to be a part of my life even after I graduate, I feel like I'm going to be, I'm going to try to be involved with as much as I can after I leave here. So,
1: So growing up, coming onto campus and, and your whole family really being involved with LCU, I'm sure you had a lot of expectations on how things were gonna happen and how things were gonna go and, and all those things coming together. Is there something that has happened or that you found here on campus or an experience that you've had so far that you thought, well, I didn't see this one coming?
3: <laughs> <laughs> um, I think the first like two or three weeks um, I was still in, like, camp mindset. I was like, mm-hmm. I'm just coming here to go to camp. It's not, like, a real thing. But then, like, mid-September, it kind of finally set in. I was like, oh, this is real. Like, I'm going to classes here. I'm living on campus. And so I just think, like, the experience of living um, on my own um, without my parents, like, even though Midland's not that far away, just that I'm, like like, living by myself, taking care of myself. Was really unexpected how hard it could be. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> especially with like meals and stuff. Like um, trying to plan times where like I'm not studying, I don't have class to go eat. Uh, the first few weeks, I really struggled with that, and mm-hmm. like end up spending a lot of money going like out to eat because I would miss meal times. But yeah, just living here and taking care of myself has been more challenging than I expected it to be. Yeah. Well, that's awesome. We're going to close with a
0: few more questions. You can give us really short answers, okay? Mm -hmm. But I really appreciate you being on the mic today. I love getting your perspective. So your favorite class right now is what? Uh, Masterpieces of Literature with Dr. Carol Carroll.
3: It's a very fun class. The worst class right now.
1: (laughs) Or the hardest.
0: The hardest. Uh,
3: hardest. (laughs) Maybe my uh, general psychology class, Um, just a lot of like definitions and learning like terms has been difficult calf food good or bad it's fine it's not like i'm not like this is the greatest thing i've had but i'm not like this does isn't good and i'm not going to come back for it but i have been surprised with how much i've enjoyed it and how much i've been coming to eat in the calf i'm a fan of the stir fry station and then i think they always have ice cream all the time (laughs) You ask them all the time.
0: All right. Uh, have you worn any clothes over and over again without washing them yet? Uh, not yet. Not yet. <laughs> have yeah. you
1: washed your bed sheets yet?
0: No,
3: not oh. yet. <laughs> oh, mama. What what club do you want to be in? Um, I'm thinking Alpha Chi... Or Kwanania. There's a lot of good guys in both those that I've gone to make connections with. You notice I asked that question while your granddad was out of the room.
1: Yes. <laughs> because he would
0: say there's only one men's club <laughs> on campus, right? <laughs> hey, really proud of you. Uh, thanks for being on the show today. Thanks we're going to have to me. bring you back sometime soon. Yes. Okay. So we're going to take a quick break. This is 99.1 Shap Radio. All right. We're back on 99.1 Shap Radio. With the new show, Shapin, I'm Raymond Richardson. This is Lisa Fraze. We're thankful that you've joined us. This is something that is live on the radio right now, but will also be put out for a podcast on a monthly basis just really to communicate with alumni.
1: Yes, yes, we want alumni to be engaged, know what's happening on campus. We wanna be able to reach out to you and, and tell you about the things that are happening so that you can attend and make plans to engage.
0: We're gonna ask our guests if they have any questions, but before we do that, I may just look ahead for the next week or two. Our next show is October the 19th, so we look forward to doing that from noon to one. are uh, excited about that. Fall break is nearly here. It's only two weeks away. So Will, I know you're really excited about having a couple days off. That's October the 12th and 13th. Uh, So that'll be a break for our students, a break for our faculty and staff for just a minute, halfway through the semester. The SHAP Athletic Golf Tournament is October the 9th out at Shadow Hills. That's a big fundraiser for athletics. So if you haven't got a team yet, holler at our athletic department, get a team, support the Shaps and Lady Shaps and everything that they do. What else you have, Lisa?
1: Um, I think we have some tailgates coming up in October. Just in case you want to put that on your calendar and have some free food. We have been doing sausage wraps, and we've also been doing sausage kebabs, which has been kind of fun. It's the sausage and... Pineapple and jalapeno pepper with a little teriyaki across the top. So we're talking some pretty fine cuisine here.
0: Yeah, we're getting kind of fancy yeah, with the uh, Johnsonville sponsorship. So thankful for Johnsonville and United Supermarkets for all they do. But we kind of spice it up with the jalapenos and pineapples here lately.
1: <laughs> with the help of United, they've always been very good to us as well. with Tortillas and things like that. We will be doing the next one on Saturday, October 21st, starting at 12 at the Rip Griffin parking lot for the vol. Volleyball game that's going to start at two o'clock, and then we'll have another one for the soccer game, which will be October twenty fifth at four thirty at the LCU Soccer and uh, Track Facility. That's a Wednesday.
0: We're excited about that. Yeah. So let's wrap up with uh, Bill and Will Bundys. <laughs> uh, thank thank y'all for being on the show. This may be a time. Do y'all have any questions or comments or thoughts about uh, shopping or what's happening at LCU?
2: No, I mean, I, I got a comment. I mean, I think it's, hopefully this is a, a good format. I mean, I, I, this I, as an alumni, I would be interested in hearing what other folks have to say. Uh, and I also think, you know, you guys need, y'all do a lot as well. Uh, y'all kind of coordinate the tailgates and do all of that kind of stuff. And I know that's a lot of work and you smell like smoke an awful lot, you know, from <laughs> cooking.
1: For a week. Right. Uh,
2: but <laughs> But I, I know everybody appreciates those, and those are really good things. And then when you did spice it up this last time, that was really good. So uh, that's good. But you know, you ask you ask me kind of you know what uh, a typical day was. I'm not so sure. You know uh, that everybody. I think everybody understands what advancement is and what alumni relations are. But you know, what what do you focus on on a pretty much a daily or a weekly? Uh, basis as you kind of go through things.
0: Yeah, I'll start first. And then, Lisa, you can answer that after I do or fix anything that I messed (laughs) up. But, you know, the main role of advancement is fundraising. That's raising money. So you've talked a little bit about the transformation of the campus. You know, that has come through a lot of our friends and donors and in in those relationships that go back for many many years at lcu and so oftentimes i'm sharing ideas i'm sharing the thoughts about new dorms or new spaces for students or endowments scholarship endowments with our friends with our donors with our alumni and oftentimes that follows by follows with an investment and the investment is so worth it i mean i uh, it's an. It's really not. I'm not selling something. I'm. I'm telling people what an impact LCU made on someone like Bill Bundy, and then I'm showing those same people the impact that it's making on a Will Bundy, 40, 50 years later. So it's really exciting to talk about the things that are happening at LCU. Lisa and I wear a lot of different hats along with our staff in our office. You know, we may be one day, one morning, we may be. At a golf tournament, we may be visiting with some donors or an alum, and then we may be that afternoon cooking at the smoker and getting ready for an athletic event. But it's all for the relationships and the love that we share with our alumni and friends. Yes,
1: yes. I was going to say, I think the one word I would choose in our office is relationships, because that's what we want to pour into people.
2: Um, just a second. How many flags do you put up?
1: Oh, We have between 650 and 700 flags that go out three times a year. One is always at opening welcome weekend in August. Then we have the next weekend is February for homecoming. And then we always have them out at graduation. Now, I always say we put them out a fourth time when our teams have a national championship. We'll put them out again. So, three so, to four times a year it's
2: impressive when they're out I it's mean I, that, that's a good yeah, view so yeah.
1: and that is one of my the things that I work with I work with community partnerships my actual title is director of community alumni relations and community engagement. So I get involved with our community partners who team up to really support our students, faculty and staff here at LCU. Also kind of run the Pack program, which is something that if you want to send um, a little box full of goodies to anybody that you know here that is a current student, you can um, during finals week, and usually during opening weekend and finals week and so, for their birthday and for their birthdays yeah. all throughout the year you just have to let me know what day to uh, deliver it on and I deliver it to their dorms if they live in Katie Rogers or Johnson Hall if they live in the courtyards or out in an apartment we do text the student and say you can come by our office and pick them up so um, those are coming to things and then I also do a lot of events during that, throughout the year that I plan that's kind of what my days look like is planning those events getting all the details worked out for those and keeping up with the website um tailgates, you know, whatever else, as duties assigned. So (laughs) (laughs) have a fun fun job.
0: It's a fun place to work because we get to love and serve a lot of different people.
3: Mm -hmm. I might ask Will, do you have any questions right now? Uh, No, but I do. I just want to say thank you for inviting me, but also thank you for this show. I think it's really cool for current students to hear the older perspective and then alumni to get to hear what's going on today. I think that's a really cool idea that you all have had with this. Thanks,
0: Will. and And Bill and Will, thanks for being a guest today. Lisa, thanks for everything. And uh, October 19th is the next show, so make sure you tune in. Uh, But there is going to be a slate of broadcast on 99.1 SHAP Radio from our students, so we want to make sure that you stay on 99.1 and listen to all of our students and their radio shows. And then SHAP Radio Sports Network, Brennan and Nathan, There's a press release coming out in the next few days about what they've done and some of their sponsors. They have taken nothing and built an amazing program to support our sports and our athletic teams by calling those games live. Mm -hmm. I can't be more proud of them. Uh, So they've got several broadcasts coming up uh, Friday with DBU, LCU, uh, Lady Shaps, and DBU, volleyball, uh, women's soccer is coming up next week. So a lot of good stuff. Make sure and tune in and hear them call those programs. From 99.1 Shap Radio, this is Shapton and we are signing off.
3: Thanks for listening to LCU's podcast. For more content like this, go to lcu.edu.